2: KCAA Loma Linda. Listen on 1050 AM, 102.3 FM and 106.5 FM.
3: Each year, thousands of innocent children are being physically, mentally, and sexually abused. It's up to the adult community to come to their aid. If you observe a child being abused, don't stay silent. Contact your local and proper statewide authorities. This message is brought to you by Trinity Youth Service of UKIPA. Since 1996, Trinity Youth Service has been a premier provider of residential treatment, mental health services, foster care, and adoption services for all of Southern California. You can reach Trinity at 1 800 964 9811. That's 1 800 964 9811. Or Trinity Youth Services of Ukaipa reminding everyone this holiday season it should never hurt to be a child.
1: Are you looking for health care using a non toxic medical approach to regain your health? My name is Gilberto Alvarez, MD.
4: Medical Director at Stella Mars Clinic, Tijuana, Mexico.
1: I will be your personal physician to help you recover. My 40 years of experience using non-toxic
0: approaches to health problems, including cancer, allow me to provide you with effective, proven, safe treatment for your health challenges. Call
1: 619-405-5199. That number again, 619-405-5199. Since 1993, the Stellamars Clinic has treated cancer patients using non-toxic medical treatments offered at Stellamars Clinic. Call 619-405-5199. That number again, 619-405-5199. The Stella Mars Clinic in Tijuana, Mexico, five minutes from the US-Mexico border.
2: Get total freedom in your life safely and quickly. Build wealth and passive income so you never worry about working till you drop, losing your job, or retiring in poverty. Hi, I'm Steve Davis, an investor in thousands of units over the years. Now it's your turn. Del Wamsey has been my mentor for nearly 25 years, and he's taught over 100,000 people just like you the principles of financial freedom through live one-on-one mentoring at Lifestyles Unlimited and his national radio show. I'm excited to tell you about the real estate workshop that changed my life. The workshop gets you on the inside of what we do and what we believe and unlocks the five ways we make money in real estate. Just like your personal trainer, Lifestyles Unlimited will motivate, encourage, and teach you so you can get in the best financial shape of your life. Call 866-971-8970 or go to GetMyMapNow.com. That's getmymapnow. To register for the workshop that will change your life and let you stop worrying about working till you drop, losing your job, or retiring in poverty. Express 106. 106.5 FM. KCAA. Southern
5: California's Best Talk. NBCRadioNews.com.
2: Welcome everyone to Get Cultured on iHeartRadio, NBC Radio, Spotify, and on YouTube. I'm your host, Yanitza Munoz. Today we have a special segment from Sheer Recovery. Their guest is renowned author and celebrity agent Darren Prince. Let's welcome Sheer Recovery.
6: Hi there, and welcome to the Sheer Recovery Podcast on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and YouTube. I'm Anthony Villanos, your host, and we're here today. Sheer Recovery is a sponsor. It's a dual diagnosis treatment center. that deals with addiction recovery and mental health issues. They sponsor this show, giving us an opportunity to bring new technologies, new modalities, creative stories, and, and different messages about recovery. It's all free. It's all for you. Hopefully, this speaks to you, your family, or your loved one, and helps you along your journey. Today, we've got a special guest today, Darren Prince. He's a celebrity uh, agent, he's a philanthropist, he's an author, and an all around special guy. Darren, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Darren, uh, you've got a, a book, Aiming High, which we'll highlight right off the bat, which tells a great story about success and also a low when you're having success. You know, these things kind of come hand in hand sometimes. And uh, sometimes success, you'd think it'd be the answer to all your problems, and it's really just the start of them. Uh, You hear that. Those without success maybe don't understand it, but uh, that's part of your story. Can you tell us a little bit about your story, Darren?
4: I started a business when I was 14 years old, selling baseball cards that became a multi-million dollar company. Ball baseball card business was my idea. The business accolades I could vote on my dad.
6: Excellent. Tell me
4: everything I needed to know about business.
6: So you had a good family support, and then you somehow ended up struggling with addiction or substances, at least. It's it's hard when you're probably 12 or 14 to be a full-blown addict. You, mm-hmm. Your body recovers so fast and et cetera, access, et cetera. But how did uh, how did you get involved with, with substance at such a young age, especially with that kind of success?
4: We talked earlier, 10, 12, those years, it's so hard to you know communicate with other you know kids your age about the inner insecurities and the inadequacies the feeling of less than I was labeled learning disabled I was put in small classrooms and I think a lot of that just destroyed my self-confidence and my self-esteem so by the time drugs came into my life at 14 I was in sleepaway camp with terrible stomach pains and the nurse gave me this green liquid in a cough syrup cup and I took it and thinking nothing of it but Three minutes later as I'm walking across the softball field, my life changed forever. Every one of those feelings went away.
6: Well, I think that's a point that is lost on many of us, which drugs and alcohol are great for numbing pain and numbing emotion, but there's no solution there. So if you're struggling with self-esteem issues or depression or whatever issue, and you take this substance, some type of opiate or or any substance really, it's going to reduce those feelings in the short term. And so... You probably felt like superman having all of these problems sun suddenly vanish with one uh drink of a liquid or one pill right
4: that was it I, I chased it for 24 more years that feeling from uh one shot at Demerol, one liquid shot at Demerol. you know i wish uh i wish it was a one-shot deal but no my life changed forever that
6: day wow and you know the success part so fortunately you had these a good business acumen from your father and, and this idea and you had some money going and you've all obviously propelled that into success throughout your whole whole life i i think it's got to be difficult because now you've got fuel you know you've got unlimited resources there's no drug you can't buy there's no access you don't have so it doesn't get any easier to quit Uh, despite your success. You know, for many of us, addiction will take our success. It's going to take everything eventually, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, But for you, it probably took other things. Your success, it left for for last, you know, in a a sense. So how did you manage to keep it together for so long? I'd like
4: to say I was highly functioning. I was definitely a highly functioning opiate addict. And must have turned on me maybe like my early 30s i started my agency when i was 25 and magic johnson pamela anderson chevy chase joe frazier dennis robin were my first five clients and so i take this insecure broken soulless um out of place in the world opiate addict with the money all the women the life everything I ever wanted And, um, you know, I lost myself. At one point, what was once living to use turned out to using to live. Right. And every guy wanted to be around me. The was when bottle services started in New York. And we owned every place we ever wanted to go into. And I thought that was the life. I thought that's what, you know, I was meant to arrive at. And uh, it got real lonely and sad at a certain point when I'd be home alone in my own head. What the hell's going on? How did it get to this point? You know, it was always about what people thought of me.
6: Now, I wonder as well, because, you know, you're around, not not saying that everyone doesn't have their own issues and problems, but you mentioned Magic Johnson, Chevy Chase, some of these, you know, real stars, especially at that time, did they ever notice that you weren't at your best or did you ever feel like your, your career was at risk or did it ever get to that point? Or were you able to keep that at bay and kind of hide it long enough to, I mean, I imagine these you know you're close with your clients they respect you they care about you how had these guys for decades now a couple mm-hmm. of them so how did you manage keeping it all level you know
4: i, I was highly functioning and none of them knew about it wow. they all just thought that was me you know right. the behavior you know the crazy energy and getting a deal done and moving on to the next deal being a networking machine in a room but you know they just didn't realize it. Joe Frazier and I were at an event in Texas, and I'd be bringing different people over to them. Um, you know, I was probably snorting OxyContin's two hours before we went downstairs to the ballroom with security to bring them to uh, the appearance. And it just became a way of life.
6: Right. You ever find yourself in a place where, now that you're on the other side of it, did you ever credit your substance abuse? You know, I hear with that, especially, you know, this affects all walks of life right i mean you could be a doctor attorney a sports agent you could be a dependent someone they didn't even graduate high school it's gonna you know drugs and alcohol affect us in, in mm-hmm. different ways and, and it's, it's detrimental but did you ever did you ever credit you know i, I feel like some people they they think they're better with alcohol particular or some things that stimulate them that they feel that invincibility do you ever credit your substance abuse or do you know now that you would have been better Being sober from day one, and it was only a hindrance. How how do you feel looking back on? No,
4: it's a great question when I speak to high school kids, which I do so often. I have to be careful the way I paraphrase everything because it's easy to say, well, look at this guy. He lived like a degenerate. Now he owns one of the biggest sports and entertainment boutique agencies in the world. And no, it wasn't the case because in my book, I talk about it. I, I had tremendous financial problems twice. I was making the money, but I wasn't paying attention to how to manage the money. Right. Um, Because, uh, you know, again, it was about the party. It was about bringing all my friends along for the ride, Um, you know, whatever I had to do to, you know, just be around the biggest scenes, the hottest environments, and not paying attention to the queer business. Yeah, I was networking and certainly um, building this database that was incredible, but the other side got slighted because I was just so out there, you know, always thinking
6: about the party. Right, right. I'm trying to segue into, so, you know, I, I've helped a lot of people. had an opportunity to help a lot of people in recovery. I've helped over a thousand people go to rehab. I know you work with several centers Mm -hmm. that, um, the one in particular, you know, at some point you need help, I think, right. Where did you ever seek help for yourself or did you hit a bottom where you just turned it around and did it on your own? How did that turn? How did that turn come about?
4: I never went to a treatment center. My bottom came on July second, two thousand and eight, the day before my uncle and his then girlfriend Andrea were visiting my mom. I was at my wits end. I already had my second overdose. Uh, my addiction psychiatrist had me on Suboxone. I was lying to him. I was snorting amphetamine before I went to bed at night. I was on a mood stabilizer. Uh, I was on Clonopin, antidepressant. Drinking a couple of days a week and drinking was room, I think, just to numb myself because I did not want to live anymore. And they came to visit me and just thinking it was any other day. I uh, I just came clean. She looked at me and she goes, you don't look well. No, I don't know you. It's everything okay. And it was kind of the first God moment because she told me she was in recovery. Yeah. And she had five years in the program. And uh, my uncle was coming back and he had three years and she's like do you realize that you're an addict your life's so manageable i said yeah and she goes do you realize that um you're powerless i said yeah and she goes most importantly do you realize that it doesn't matter if you're from yale or jail or park avenue or park bench addiction does not discriminate so what you've done out here means nothing this is life and death i said i get it i said i'm desperate and it was the next night the magic happened because i was detoxing for 24 hours i was living in new york city I came back from the gym shaking trembling i couldn't do it anymore i called them up i said i'm calling the damn doctor i'm getting the opiates that i need and i ran to the bathroom to take two clonopin which she allowed me to take for a week to help with the detox and i felt on ease, and two vicodins were in my hands hmm. i thought i cleaned out every cabinet of all the drug of choice right in and front of you. Um, just started crying i couldn't get up and i just called out to god like i never did before and he he heard me and i had the white light moment a lot of people in recovery don't have it i had it and you know i still get emotional to this day thinking about it because i i remember the exact location on my shoulder of this fiery feeling came and i remember hearing the voice i've got you when you're ready and um i stood up and again it wasn't me because my legs were numb and somebody else's hand touching my hand to release the opiates and flush them down the toilet and there was no uber back then this was in 2008 i went to a computer found a 12-step meeting and flagged the cab when i got outside and just looked up at the sky and i said holy crap i don't know what the hell happened for the first time in my life i wanted to stay sober More than i wanted to get high and i walked into a church basement with 200 hopeless addicts and alcoholics that were all once of a hopeless state of mind that changed my
6: life amen that's awesome that's awesome so I, I think at the end of the day it takes a willingness to change no one can make you do it no one can force you to do it but there also is help you, you had a moment of clarity you had an intervention by god you had you had something that happened to you where you were sick and tired of being sick and tired and you made a decision to change hmm. and you went about it the way you did it sounds like you had a doctor maybe helping because it's, it's tough you know like you said you had every intention to quit but you had a weakness too because you knew your body wanted to what it wanted and uh you you got through that situation but very easily it could have been all for naught just with one of those pills and so thank god you, you know you let it go and you made a way you found the 12-step program found mm-hmm. a blueprint for recovery and and have a journey from there um for those of you out there who this, this message may speak to whether you're you know uh, i forget the analogy is part uh, uh park avenue or park, park bench
4: ab- yeah. or Yale or jail
6: yale or jail You know you don't have to do it alone i mean there's great technology suboxone is great subutex is great for blocking the opiate receptor and helping you stay at a withdrawal Mm -hmm. now uh, our program at Shear, at least uh, and i I know some of the ones that you work with as well focus on abstinence and breaking the chemical Mm -hmm. addiction and and refraining from use but we still use those things in detox Mm -hmm. so you're not in physical pain 7 10 14 days You get all these substances out of your body under a doctor's care and then you feel like a million bucks Mm -hmm. and and that's really where you start your recovery so there there is help and at the end of the day it comes to a decision you made that decision for yourself and it was enough to carry you through i think of uh tyson fury Mm -hmm. this guy that just won the world heavyweight championship of the world or Mm -hmm. one of them Uh, he's undisputed lineal Mm -hmm. champion amazing guy you know, I didn't know anything about this gypsy guy. I started watching TV, and turns out he beats this guy Klitschko. He's undefeated. He's got it all, and is so depressed and has all these issues that he walks away, mm-hmm. never even defends his title or anything. It's, it's like years later, but he had a moment. Mm-hmm. He had a moment where he said, "You know what? I deserve better. I'm better than this." And he stopped. And he—I don't know that—I don't. Maybe he had some help on the side. I don't think he went into a program, but he just made the decision and made the right steps. Mm-hmm and uh now he's championing the world again and that, that's a beautiful thing he's an advocate for mental health and so seeing that type of success you know i think everyone needs to realize that it starts with a decision and if it's tough to have the the, the insight like darren had you know it's okay to ask for help too um what are some of the recovery centers you work with because i imagine you get people asking you all the time like what do i do and you can't sponsor everybody uh, do you refer them anywhere or do, what do you sure treatment price? center. Bandit. I'm a rep
4: for them. They've got 12 properties in four different states. As we spoke earlier, I have my own toll-free number, which is 888-6-DARREN, D-A-R-R-E-N. And if people can't afford treatment, we find a way to scholarship and get them in there.
6: Well, That's amazing. huge. That is huge. Even to say that, you gotta be careful what you say because mm. people are gonna call, you know, mm. it's medical care. You got mm. doctors, therapists, supervision, you know, these things aren't free, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, but insurance is there, you know, for those that have it And I, I guess, uh, recovery like rehab is just a helping hand, um, but you can't, you got to have the internal motivation and it can't be forced on anybody. Mm-hmm. And so finding that with the amount of success that you were having at the same time, uh, kind of leads me to another question. I hope I don't get in trouble with. with Dennis or anything but i've watched Dennis from afar you know wonderful talent one of the best rebounders in all nba history and obviously you've represented for a long time you know i saw him on celebrity apprentice and things like this and it looked to be like he had some substance use issue Mm
7: -hmm.
6: how do you uh, i've got some of my best friends that struggle and i'm the only one that can't reach them because when i talk to them they say well you're not my friend you're just an addiction counselor you're just talking to me like you're too close right And so I feel like you could probably help everybody, but those that are closest to you, especially behind the veil of entertainment, you know, those guys aren't going to come out. Guys and girls aren't necessarily going to come out to the public and say they have problems, even though they do. Like you wanted to. I mean, you do. You went about this an interesting way, but I think you found your recovery first. You know (laughs) what I mean? You didn't just say, hey, I'm going to rehab another celebrity going to rehab. You you handled it first and then became an advocate for the solution, which is awesome. But, I, you know, and I don't want to talk about any one particular. I'm just saying that I imagine that although you have such a good voice to talk to those people behind the circle, do you feel sometimes you're too close or that they don't want to hear you or do you just leave it separate and I, I'm going to be myself and deal with business as business and let it be? How do you address
4: it? No, I try. I mean, I'm 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 close to, you know, all my clients like that and um you know, Dennis is a, a very unique situation. You know, he's openly talked about his struggle with alcoholism. And uh, there's been a lot of my spiritual messages and spiritual conversations and way to live life that he has gravitated to and listen, you know, but he still gets in his rot. So he'll be able to go two, three months not drinking. There was a time him and I were hitting meetings together three, four days a week, uh, about a year and a half ago, taking notes every day. But it ultimately comes down to that. We all have a hole in our soul. Right. So as they say, putting the plug in the jug or throwing out the drugs, that, 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 that's that, that percentage of it. Right. Then you really got to do the work. Yeah. Once you were blessed to have the gift of desperation, which is what I have mm-hmm. and had, then you got to really go dig down deep and find out why it started in the first place. And, You know, that's been his problem. Like Dr. Drew and I was at your firm, we talk about it. We were out to dinner with Dennis a few months ago, you know. The accountability comes when you want to look into and see why and where it all started from. Because if you don't clear that stuff out, you have no defense between you and that first drink or that drug. And, you know, he's got such a good heart. But, look, he's like anybody else. I don't care what type of level of fame and fortune you have or don't have. Everybody's got stuff.
6: That was the interesting thing looking at uh, the Tyson Fury story. Mm-hmm. Here's a guy's heavyweight champion of the world, undefeated. You know, it's a big story. And the guy wants to kill himself like the day after the fight. Mm-hmm. You got it all. Like, what could you want? You know, he'd given up on life. And he's got a family. He's got children. Mm-hmm. And I think you got to find that insight, that internal motivation, you know, for someone like Dennis' a similar success.
7: Mm-hmm.
6: You know, and it takes courage to look in the mirror and to really – you know, you mentioned from 12, 14, I mean, self-esteem, you, you could put your finger on some of the things yeah. that a lot of people, I don't think they are either willing to look or willing to admit or admit their shortcomings. And how do you grow if you can't say, where do I need to improve? Right.
4: I turn, You turn up blind eye to it. And I also think certain traumatic situations, the brain really shuts down. Oh, there, yeah. There's certain subconscious and conscious parts of the brain that just you know for whatever reason you just don't want to think about it and the pain was just so severe whether it's psychological or physical that or emotional that it's legitimately just cut off so until you really make that decision to go deep into your core it, it's that poison is still in there it's yeah. always like resonating yeah. and now that's to me is why the 12 steps are so important because look i'm far from perfect i'm the best version of myself i've ever been in my life and i'm so accountable if i do something wrong i I I jump all over it. When I speak, I I, I tell people it's about saying what I mean, meaning what I say, and not saying it mean. It's just techniques I've learned for life and um, trying to understand people instead of me being understood, as we say in the 11th step. And don't engage, you know, because if I engage, there's something within me that's either feeling threatened, insecure, screwed up over a certain situation, not get what I want when I want to get it. And, you know, those spiritual techniques allow me to live at my highest self. And, uh, but it takes work. Yeah. I don't go to a meeting for three four days. I get disconnected. I don't do an interview or a speaking engagement or do some fundraising efforts or speak to somebody in recovery. In three days, I'll be a freaking disaster
6: again. Yeah. Interesting. And you, you touch on this in your new book, Aiming High. You've also launched a foundation as well. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about yeah, your foundation? Yeah, we, we launched
4: it uh, the first week in December. Very excited The be Aiming High. Foundation, named after the book, and it's aiminghighfoundation.org. And what happened was when I speak to especially adult audiences or businesses, I open, after I do my keynote, I open up to a and a and then I usually do a book signing. And some of the hands that went up during the Q&A, these people had a, had a moment right then that they needed help, and right. they wanted help. They might have had the best insurance. They might have had the financial means to do it, but they wanted help. I started telling myself, like, there's got to be a way, if it's not just with Banyan, where I could st- start doing my own fundraising for my own foundation, using my platform, using the celebrities I've worked with, my amazing media connections, where I could start doing you know, charitable events and yeah. making sure there's enough money always sitting available to give these people that opportunity, because I want to be able to say, young man, young woman, you to come up here right now, my foundation's gonna put you on the plane in the morning man. and give you the life that you deserve.
6: Amen. You you hit on it. Really, the, the need for that, I don't think I think is lost on people. You know, it, it, when you're talking about going to rehab, rehab is not a free thing. OK, mm-hmm. now there's the Salvation Army. There's uh, Medicare will cover some faci- state run facilities and things of that nature. So there is somewhat of a free help. But aside from that, uh, it's it's non-medical therapeutic care but oftentimes you've got a doctor a therapist a nurse 24-hour supervision drug testing food like oh no that's free Mm -hmm. right and if you're an addict it's you're the rare case if you're functioning enough you still have your job you still have your insurance and you can pay for yourself Mm. that's great you're a long way from losing it all at that point Mm. you know maybe you've lost the wife or the husband or whatever but you've got your career and your insurance at least you got an out right once you lose the job the health plan the wife the house and Then it's like, hey, Anthony, Darren, I'm so ready to get sober. I got my bags packed. I'm on the street (laughs) right now. Can you send a car to pick me up? Well, hey, it's a tough ask. You know, it's like having cancer or something. You know, it's like I got this disease and I need all this help. And I I got the attitude, the willingness, Mm -hmm. but I don't have the means. And Mm -hmm. so it's always a miracle anytime somebody gets help because you need the two and you need them at the same time. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes, you know, I got parents, hey, hey. Tony I'll give you a million bucks you get my kid to go to rehab Johnny's not going for any reason Mm -hmm. you know there's just there's no way and at the same time maybe that person now becomes willing and the parents are like hey I've had enough Mm -hmm. so and, and all all the scenarios around it but what you're hitting on is it's rarely the addict that's struggling with opiates heroin Xanax marijuana alcohol that can also has 10, 20, 30 grand for rehab, or has a job with insurance. So a foundation idea, I mean, man, you're gonna be, there's a lot of needs, mm-hmm. and there's, I feel like there's a lot of heart in helping people and foundations like this. So if you're listening to this at home, and, and maybe, you know, Darren's message doesn't speak to you as far as addiction, but you wanna help people, you've got a family member, you understand that, look, there's people that I can help, uh, rather than sending 50 bucks a month to Africa to, to help someone who may be starving, Maybe you want to help somebody who's struggling with mental health or recovery more. And this foundation seems like a great way to just help somebody who needs, you know, indiscriminately. Right.
4: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That, you know, it's it's interesting because a lot of these kids, when I speak, they ask about how, they're so smart. Some of these groups and they'll put their little hands up and like, how did you find to develop self-esteem? And it's always my first one because it's always a big concern to, to them. And I said, by doing esteemable acts.
6: That's a good one. What would the you consider? The
4: foundation is an esteemable act because when I get a message on Instagram, I'm very open on my social media. Very open. What's more your so social More so my celebrities. Uh, uh, what's that?
6: What's your
7: social uh,
4: uh, Instagram is at agent underscore DP.
6: That's, that's a tough one. One more time.
4: At agent underscore DP. Okay. And percent. Facebook is just Darren Prince. And um, because these randoms that just come in and the amount of people I've been able to help already through the foundation, um, you know, whatever it might be, just to, to, to give them that opportunity. It's like no matter what went wrong that day or could have gone wrong, I went to bed sober, and I know I do God's work. Nice. You know, it's like how, how does that not make you feel good about what's going on? And yeah, I always say that I know I'm nobody special, but my God is because there was such a long period in my life where, you know, I needed some God or some higher power in my life, but once this journey started and uh, the book really took off, I realized that he needed me. Right. So I was like, I'm not going to
6: hold back because there's a lot of people that need help. That's that's really good, I, and I like that. You know, you you build self esteem by taking esteemable acts. You know, I want to ask just about your. Yeah, you do a lot uh, with celebrities, and, and as an agent, really, you've had your success in in that field. Um, are you still representing new clients when they come along? A lot,
4: man. Yeah, we're super busy. We, we have Magic, uh, Dennis Rodman, Hulk Hogan, Rick Flair. We were at the Laker game last night for his birthday. Carmen Electra the New Chevy Chase, Charlie Sheen. Charlie's doing amazing. He just celebrated he? two years sober. Wow, congrats uh, to, Charlie. About two months ago, he's doing amazing. Amazing. He's a great, great Very guy.
6: talented guy. Yeah. So uh, I guess that's uh, uh, one, one thing we want to talk to the audience about is there are so many young athletes, whether it's football, basketball, or whatever, young professionals, actors, actresses that are coming up, and they know they're gonna find success, but they also know
7: Chumba.
4: Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No Over by law, Eighteen plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
6: That they have trouble in their personal life. Mm-hmm. These things, you know, success sometimes brings more problems and, and undue influence. Your circle all of a sudden gets real big. Mm-hmm. You go from people I can trust that love me and care about me to people I don't even know following me mm-hmm. around. So if you're out there and you need an agent as well, you know, to me, and i I'm just putting you out there, Darren, because I know your character. I know your commitment to recovery. And if you are looking for a representation or you're saying, gosh, I'm going to be at the college level, I'm going to be at the pro level and I'm carrying some issues with me. Where's a guy that I can really trust with a center that is uh, going to help me? Uh, not just from a business perspective, you ought to look up Darren Prince, because these are some things that uh, you're not going to get with a typical agent. They're going to enable you uh, without even knowing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, to have uh, good guidance uh, from just a clear state of mind is is one up. You know, I know our president swears he never has a drink. I don't I don't, I don't feel bad mm-hmm. about it. You know, mm-hmm. knowing that there's somebody sober and attentive. I don't need my president to be able to have a drink with somebody at all. <laughs> you know, that's not going to help him in his job. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I just wanted to throw that out there because. I know we have a nationwide audience and, and uh, you're certainly all over the country doing all types of things, and that's something they that shouldn't sleep on. You I'll know?
4: throw in one more. Any agents out there that are listening and hear a little bit of Darren Prince in you, message me, email me, uh, find me on social media because I thought I was untouchable. And when you're into that world and, and you're the king behind the king and you're the man to get to the man or the woman, you got lost in this world real easy to go downhill yeah and it's exactly what happened to me you know I, I had to really get humbled and i know a lot of agents that are out there in their mid-20s and 30s that you know think they got it all right now because they might hear a little bit of darren prince i'll never be that guy oh, you'll be that guy right because you get sucked into this world that you don't get this you don't get a handbook right on how to live this crazy glamorous world where everybody wants a piece
6: of you right fortunately there is a handbook though with aiming high now Mm -hmm. so you can check it out but that's really cool that you make yourself available like that between the 800 number and your social media i mean you're really hands-on when it comes to recovery and i think this is something being an advocate for recovery is not easy this is not like an easy fix it's not like i'm calling up for technical advice on like how to fix my microwave Mm -hmm. you know this is a serious subject and it's emotionally draining it's tough Mm -hmm. it's tough working in recovery i don't you know you got to I mean, I didn't grow up to be a drug and alcohol counselor. I made a lot of my own mistakes. And so it, it takes a special breed to want to do this. And after so much time and so much success to still take the time, I mean, it's no paycheck from answering a social media tweet. You know, you're just out there doing that. And that's uh, take advantage. Bug the heck out of this guy, man. He's got a good story. I just want
4: people to, you know, to know that uh, like we talked about it doesn't matter where you're from. You could always turn your bottom into a new beginning. And then man, just because you get sober, doesn't mean life doesn't come at you. It doesn't mean challenges don't happen. Um, I've been through, you know, I don't want to use the word hell, but I've been through crap and back, um, trying to be respectful. I've never used the word nightmare again. I, I, I've rarely used it in recovery because I look at Kobe Bryant's family and those tragedies, those, those are nightmares. I think people just get so caught up into their own crap, not realizing. We have luxury problems at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you know. I've been divorced in sobriety. I've lost Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier in sobriety, uh, Burt Reynolds in sobriety. I, sh- I suited up. I showed up. I was sober at Muhammad and Joe's funeral. I had the biggest, toughest loss I'll ever have in my life, my dad, who suddenly passed at 81 in perfect health uh, back in February 15, 2017. And I suited up and showed up and stayed close to the program without ever having a single thought of picking up
6: a drug. Well, you knew at that point it you wasn't know. going to be the solution, also, yeah. right? Yeah. And you had such convictions. Now, when did you first find your recovery? Cuz, because so from starting at age twelve, mm-hmm. and then you know finding your success early on. I mean, when did you? I, I think you said the date already, like uh, June second, uh,
4: J- July second, two thousand eight. Okay. And so. you know, at the at, at, in that moment. Even though I, I had that gift of desperation that night, I saw a light and I felt an energy in the room. And I put my hands up and said, I was new. And these spiritual brothers and sisters came over to me and I felt the warmth and the love I never felt before in my life. And they said, Keep coming. We're going to love you until you learn how to love yourself. Right. And um, still, the detox pains, I felt better. But, you know, in that moment, I'm still thinking, What the hell is going on? And you think it's the worst day of your life. And, actually look back and said that was the best
6: hindsight's 2020 you look back and you say gosh you know i had to go through that and understand the purpose at the time and it's hard sometimes there's not purpose that we can find readily like loss of a father loss of a loved one. these are traumas these are triggers for us these are real easy outs to relapse i mean you could find any reason and some are better than others right Mm -hmm. um but when you allow yourself to to step into that and accept one of those excuses then they're all an excuse and so you know now you live to fight another day carry the message and uh hopefully become a better stronger man from from our past you that's
4: know? it and i've gotten through like i say a lot of the firsts a lot of the first things that i had to do in recovery um you know it's going to the gym getting an injury getting sick going on my first sober day like whatever it might be yeah uh, now all that stuff is you know far far behind me but it's it's interesting because they say whatever year you started using it's almost like that's your emotional level so even though i was 39 40 41 i i felt like certain things i was doing i might
6: have been 14 15
4: 16 because well, i was so stunned right. from the excessive use
6: i think a lot of people that's lost on your development as well is when you're under the influence somewhat. Uh, whether it's on or off daily, weekly or or however you stunt your growth, Mm -hmm. your emotional growth. And Mm -hmm. you you never really if you're never really truly happy or sad and you're always numbed somewhat, then you never really get to know yourself. So if you haven't, you know, you start using at 12, if you're not sober till 30, you've lost some maturity there. Mm -hmm. You know, you've lost some time just in your own head with your own thoughts to gain that insight, to find out, to get to know yourself, Mm -hmm. right? And so that's where I think recovery, you know, like a a treatment program, you start with a medically assisted detox. You don't have to deal with all that physical withdrawal and pain and these things. And then you start getting into therapy when you have a clear mind and a clear head and you've got a place where there are no drugs, there are no alcohol. You can't just easily leave. I mean, you could, I guess, but, you know, it's all kind of right there for you. And you're able to focus on yourself and and really um, get to the core issues Mm -hmm. and uh, find a way forward where. We don't have to use anymore, mm-hmm. right? Exactly, man. That's beautiful. That's really a good story, Darren. I'm uh, really excited to hear you. Um, uh, you've been on Fox News. You've been on CNN. You've been all over the place uh, with these messages, and finally here on the Sheer Recovery Podcast. So we're
4: I'm excited. We're gonna help. Ha- we're gonna help some people. And um, officialdarenprince.com is also another place they can find me and um, my. My guys get me all the emails to reply to. I love it. You know, if there could just be a day that I'm having off, and I'll scroll for my phone, and there's a message that I needed to hear. So, I think there's people out there that actually help me a lot more than I think they're helping. That I'm helping
6: them. And it keeps you connected. Yeah. Keeps you connected to recovery. That constant reminder. When you got ten, fifteen years sober, mm. it's so helpful to talk to people with problems because you're like, God, man, I remember. Yeah. I remember, and I don't. I I can identify, and I understand, and I've already learned from this. Yeah. Doing it again ain't going to teach me any new exactly. lessons. So, I mean, gosh, that's why I've been in recovery so long. Just, you know, I, you know, I, I basically, you know, I work at a treatment site. I basically live there. I'm right. not in treatment, but I'm in treatment. Right. So, right. you know, that kind of staying close is good for yourself and it keeps you focused. And then it allows you to share the message with exactly. others. Uh, so Aiming High, folks, by Darren Prince is his, is his book. You've got the Aiming High Foundation and official darrenprince.com as well as all the instagram handles uh or how you reach darren darren uh gosh we've got a lot to catch up on but can are there things you want to highlight things you want to talk about that maybe i haven't brought to the forefront already
4: i think we covered it man i mean it's just uh i'd like to say this is the greatest thing i've done for myself for the longest amount of time and it's uh it just seems to keep getting better you know even when life's challenges come my way i just uh the perspective and the perception switch in my brain has just been unbelievable. I mean, I was on the plane with Magic a couple of months ago and giving him advice on something. He goes, say that again. It's like Hulk Hogan and I, we get in these conversations. He goes, Brother, that's a good one, man. Can you text me that one? And it's like, it's crazy to me that I've just become such a sponge to everything I could pick up and all the meetings I go to around the world and I'm able to actually help earth people and some of these revered figures that have meant so much to me that now Darren Prince is the one that's able to give them something they need for the day you just have to learn problems are part of life and like I said they're luxury problems right you know if something doesn't work out you're expecting that big business deal that great job promotion Uh, the relationship falls apart there's a health issue there's a loved one or a friend suffering you got two choices I choose to stay a part of it no matter what club then no matter what happens in my life nothing's gonna bring me that much closer to a relapse and um i love feeling comfortable during the most uncomfortable periods of of my life now because that's how i get to my higher self
7: nice
6: well bringing on the show i think is really important to our audience because there's so many of us that struggle all walks of life but being able to relate to somebody that has a lot of a lot of the champagne problems a lot of those luxury problems it's a different thing because i feel like there's certain people, whether it's doctors, lawyers, certain walks of life that feel like no one understands them. Right. <clears throat> They're making more money than their parents or whatever. I mean, shoot, you're making more potentially yeah. more money than your parents at age 18. Uh, and, you know, you, you feel like you got all the answers, even though you really don't. And so having a peer or someone that you can relate to and reach out to that maybe's walked the walk a little bit is helpful. Um, This is Sheer Recovery Podcast. We're super grateful to have you here as an audience. If this message spoke to you, hit the subscribe button. We'll just show up in your feed. If you really like us, though, hit the notifications tab so you really get alerted when we release those new episodes. I'm your host, Anthony Volanos, and this is Darren. Darren, would you share, again, your handles and how to reach you, et cetera?
4: Sure. My Instagram is at agent underscore DP. Website is www.officialdarrenprince.com and the foundation is www.aiminghighfoundation.org. So thank you for uh, having me, give me the platform to promote these things that are so near and dear to me.
6: 100%. Thanks for coming on and thanks for tuning in. Until next time.
5: at our balls, when they strike we
8: you need no matter how far i'll be right beside you if you're looking for love till eternity i'll be the only one catch stars for you let's see how high we go so baby just take my hand if you're ever scared i promise we'll eventually land love can't go up and down but when you're on let's see how high we can go be there holding you so tight, let's see how high we go, so baby just take my hand, if you're ever scared I promise we'll eventually land, love can't go up and down, but when you're around let's see how high we can go. Can say the love is overrated, but I think they all got it mixed up, cause I've fallen in love with you for a reason, there's nothing that can separate us, this feeling that's got us lifted and gifted, worries that we once fell before, disappear when I'm with you. Let's see how high we go, so baby just take my hand If you're ever scared, I promise we'll eventually land. Love can't go up and down, but when you're around Let's see how high we can go
2: digits. Lock them in for more information, recreation, and guaranteed fun. KCAA 1050 AM.
1: Medical scientists worldwide are encouraging people to eat more fish. Most American diets are low in cold water fish that are abundant in important omega-3 oils. DHA and EPA are the vital components of fish oil that provide healthy benefits. Not only are they crucial for brain and vision development, they're very important for cardiovascular health. Carlson, America's leading Norwegian fish oil brand, specializes in both great tasting soft gels that are easy to swallow and fish oil liquids that don't taste fishy. That's right. Carlson provides the most extensive line of fish oils to meet all your needs. You can take Carlson fish oils with confidence. For Carlson, fish oils are tested for purity, potency and freshness. Ask for Carlson Norwegian fish oils today. That's right. Ask for Carlson Norwegian fish oils today.
3: Wow, y'all are prolific and good. I recently ran a little contest asking listeners to come up with some new words to describe the abominable sense of self-entitlement that afflicts Wall Street bankers. I noted that such common pejoratives as greedy and shameful just don't cover the astonishing arrogance presently being flashed at us by the royal princess of high finance. So I sought your creativity for devising more appropriate terms you sent in a gusher of words, phrases, and lots of attitude. Quite a few offerings referred to body parts and bodily functions, usually involving four-letter words that are unusable here. On the other hand, some submissions were deceptively sweet, such as piggy poos, which really does have sort of a nursery rhyme sting to it. Among the newly coined expressions were these jewels, banksters, which beautifully captures the mobster aspect of the greed, Greasels, which combines greed and weasel. leeching grubbers, which is described as bankers who suck the life out of us, then turn around and beg us for bailouts. And megalomaniacs, which goes to the psychopathic aspect of these sorry souls. Some listeners chose action words to apply to the bankers, such as criminal, treasonous, and you're fired. Others needed lengthy phrases to capture their full fury, including these two unbridled bastards of mass deception, and a moral, rapacious financial terrorist. And one needed another language, Spanish, to nail the bankers, choosing lacras, a deeply insulting term meaning that the Wall Streeters are low-life scum, unrepentant moochers trying to take everything for themselves. This is Jim Hightower saying, then there's one fella who thought words were really not quite adequate. Quote, I say just hang these scums. Ew, yuck, they're unhealthy and gross. Bugs, I hate bugs. We keep a clean home, but occasionally bugs show up. Well, I found something that is tougher than bugs Orange Guard. From contact, it kills bugs. Plus, Orange Guard kills hidden bugs and keeps new bugs away for weeks. I know, I use Orange Guard. Plus, all of the ingredients of Orange Guard are on the FDA generally regarded as safe list. Orange Guard may be used around food, humans, and pets. It promotes a healthier planet. And here's a bonus. Orange Guard cleans where it's sprayed. Plus, it comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Orange Guard.
2: You can get Orange Guard at Ace Hardware. And listen, folks, Orange Guard is tougher than bugs, and it's safe to use. Go to OrangeGuard.com. That's OrangeGuard.com.
1: Psst. Hey, you.
2: Yeah, you. Do you know where you are? Well, you've done it now. You're listening to KCAA Loma Linda, your CNBC news station. So expect the unexpected.
4: Are you having trouble sleeping? Are you always tired and worn out? Is it affecting your work and personal life? Well, South Pacific Sleep Lab can help you out. South Pacific Sleep Lab provides a personal study of your sleep patterns. With their trained specialists, they will diagnose your sleep habits and will give you a prognosis for getting a great relaxing night of sleep. South Pacific Sleep Lab has locations throughout Southern California, including Fontana, and will provide transportation to any of their locations at no cost to you. South Pacific Sleep Lab will give you the help you need 24 hours a day, seven days a week. To find out more, give them a call at 844 SAD 5050. That's 844 SAD 5050. South Pacific Sleep Lab. Start resting easy and sleeping sound today. Hi, this is Sal Tuzzolino, host and ringmaster of The Sports Circus, the big top of Sports Talk Radio. Did you hear this?
5: They filled a swimming pool full of jello. <laughs> and people could pay. To watch Gary and I dive into this pool of jello. <laughs> and uh, he and I raised a hundred thousand
4: dollars doing that. <laughs> That's hilarious. Clown around with us and stream the show online at thesportscircus.com. Join us on ten fifty AM, one oh six point five and one oh two point three FM Saturday
1: mornings at eight on the trifecta of talking sports KCAA.
5: Have something you want to say?
8: In line
7: at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually.
3: Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes.
4: Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
3: I never win and tell.
4: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now.
0: Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can.